it's really interesting that you bring up the fact that you do not have to, you know, go out into the beautiful country to see to have any sort of effect because the very first time that I tried, which was to me felt the most potent, I was sitting here in my bedroom. <laughs> and um, the coherent thought sequencing, it was easy for me. The very first time I tried it, it was so potent. I was able to um, see myself outside of Earth, outside of the Milky Way. It, it, you know, I don't even know what's outside of the Milky Way, but I was there. And it, it was just so potent. I was able to zoom into my location and zoom out and zoom all the way in and zoom out. And um, that very first time that I tried to make contact, uh, even though I didn't see anything, like some weird things started happening with my phone. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> and uh, for me, that was evidence enough. If meditation allows us to transcend our own individuality and space-time itself, then can it also allow us to connect with beings that are on other planets? That's one of the things that we'll talk about in this episode. Today, we'll be hearing from Liasha, an artist and CE5 ambassador from the Washington, D.C. area. CE5 stands for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, which means humans initiating contact with extraterrestrial beings through some simple protocols that anyone can do. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on one of the main parts of the CE5 protocol, which is meditation and developing our ability to access higher states of consciousness. So without further ado, let's meet Liasha. I am an artist from Washington, D.C., and I've been in art school for pretty much my whole life. Uh, my medium is acting, and uh, I went to SUNY Purchase College, and I have my degree in acting, but while I was in college, I realized that I really love music. Well, I knew I, I always knew I loved music, but I started to uh, perform in a few bands in college. And uh, after graduating, I started to focus more and more on my music. And um, as far as extraterrestrial life, I've always believed in it, but, you know, there was nothing more to it. I, there was no reason for me to go deeper into that. But I've always known that we can't be the only intelligent life form here in the universe. And um, recently, when the pandemic started, I came across a film called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Uh, but before I saw the film, I've always known that I was able to sense energy. Um, and, and now I'm, you know, I'm able to name it energy before I didn't know what it was. Uh, but um, I, I have always had the itch to meditate, um, not really knowing why I had the itch or what it would do for me. But I always wanted to get into the practice of meditation. So once the pandemic hit and I saw Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, um, it really hit me. Um, I wasn't surprised about extraterrestrials, but I was surprised at the way to contact them was through meditation. And that really stood out to me. And after, immediately after I saw the film, I took a nap and <laughs> I mean, it's a lot to process, you know, you, you got to sleep on it. And so, um, 
in that nap, I had a quick little vision of one of my neighbors and, you know, the nap was over. I woke up, I looked at my phone and my neighbor had texted me. And uh, shortly after that, I had another quick little vision. I wasn't even asleep, but I had a quick little thought of a person and that person texted me and I said, okay, see, this is a sign. I, I need to go ahead and start to meditate. And I immediately joined the CE5 community by downloading the application on my phone. And, but I didn't do anything. I didn't start to do the practice. I just tried to, I just knew it wasn't the time for me um, to try to practice contacting extraterrestrials. Uh, because I wanted more practice in meditation. Um, and so I started to meditate my best every day. Uh, obviously, I didn't do every day just starting, but I tried to do every day. And it led me nine months later to start to go ahead and practice contact. <laughs> yeah. And so what have you found in those nine months of meditating, how has it affected your life in general? So ever since I started to meditate, um, I realized that it pretty much opened a channel um, between me and my higher self where I was able to receive advice, messages, you know, warnings, whatever. And it was really shocking to me. Um, that <laughs> that portal opened, but um, it allowed me to connect with myself and really understand who I am on this earth. And it pretty much woke me up to how I wasn't being my true self. And I, I started to do inner work and, and just start to live life through with my heart instead of with my mind. And um, it changed my life drastically. It changed the way that I speak to my peers, my family members. And obviously it didn't happen overnight. It's something that I had to work on, but the awareness uh, was brought to my attention. And so I had to do the work to try and follow through. And, um, you know, my sister told me that she can really see a difference in uh, my behavior. <laughs> And so um, I really thought that meditation was just amazing for me and I just wanted to keep going. So yeah, it's it's part of the, the protocol that we use is actually going into a meditative state and then kind of, kind of working from that meditative state in order to communicate with the ETs and, and kind of go along on this journey of contact. Mm -hmm. um, but like the more you kind of go into that state, the more you kind of go into this cosmic consciousness, um, the more it can kind of become a part of your everyday state of being and state of mind. So it can become really easily easy and you facilitate all kinds of like abilities that we have as humans that we're not really led to believe as we grow up in the society that we're, oh, growing, yeah. that we're living in now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you and it's funny that you say that because, um, so when I first started meditation and I first started to see the signs or the, I started to feel the effects of meditation. I, I kind of went crazy. I was like, oh, 
humans have superpowers and they don't teach us this in schools and there's so much more that we can do. I can probably levitate. I can probably move that object from across the room. And <laughs> and that is actually what kept me uh, going with the meditation because of there was so much that we didn't know, but I felt deep inside me that there's more. And um, I just wanted to just keep going to pull that out. <laughs> no, I haven't levitated. No, I haven't been able to move things across the room, but <laughs> it's, 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 it's definitely shown me powers in, a, in different ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, like whatever abilities we have and as they develop with meditation and stuff, it, it comes at the appropriate time, you know, and like, and it, and for the right reasons, you know, it's not like we're going to use our, our mental powers, um, to, um, I don't know, to like flick somebody's hat off their head or something as a joke, <laughs> because we're not like at that level of a civilization. Like we're like, there's so much like interference in terms of like mental noise and, mm -hmm. um, just our like traumas and, and just our, our history as, as, as a human kind of collective body. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but there is a lot that's open to us, like, in, in that area of um, remote perception and, and remote communication. And it's something that the ETs from what we've learned, is like really native to them. Like they're really comfortable yeah. with that. It's like just a yeah. part of their lives. Um, and so they're really, and they have technology also that interfaces and helps like kind of bridge that gap. So yeah. whereas it might be difficult for us humans to like, I don't know, use some of these abilities kind of in a rudimentary way here on planet earth. When we connect with them, it's like, they're like, ah, oh, they're trying to meet us. And we're like, yes, yes, we're trying to do that. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll show you that we can meet you on, on, a, on the same level. Um, exactly. and, um, and that's just, it's incredibly beautiful to experience that. So how have your, um, My trials? Yeah. How has it gone with, with your practice? <laughs> um, it's actually been beautiful, even though I can't say that I have some hard evidence that I've made contact. What it has done for me in the multiple times that I've tried, um, which is which have probably only been about four times, maybe. Mm -hmm. And each time that I try to initiate contact, I have realized that I'm a little more grounded in consciousness and love every time that I do it. And for me, that is evidence. I mean, it, it, it may not be, oh, I see a ship, but I know they feel me. I feel them. I feel the love, I, I, you know, whether it's from extraterrestrials or just the universe in general, you know, it, it's really grounded me in love. Mm. And what's really interesting about the, me trying to make contact the very first time that I tried. Um, and I think it was because I went in with an open mind and um, <clears throat> the, the meditation, the thought, the coherent thought sequencing, it was easy for me. The very first time I tried it, it was so potent. I was able to um, see myself outside of earth, outside of the Milky Way. It, it, you know, I don't even know what's outside of the Milky Way, but I was there. And it, it was just so potent. I was able to zoom into my location and zoom out and zoom all the way in and zoom out. Mm -hmm. And um, 
that very first time that I tried to make contact, um, even though I didn't see anything, like some weird things started happening with my phone. And uh, for me, that was evidence enough. But it's just really interesting how it hasn't been that potent since. (laughs) And who knows, that could be me just getting in my head about it. Maybe I'm trying too hard. Who knows? You know, I'm human. But um, I really thought that it was just so beautiful that the very first time I tried, where I wasn't even as grounded as I am now in my meditation, but just the pure heartedness of wanting to make contact, wanting to learn and give love and receive love was enough. And I thought that that was just so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of like in, in Zen teachings, this idea of beginner beginner's mind, I think, um, they mm. say, where um, it's really valuable not to like, you don't have to, it actually, it's actually a benefit sometimes not to have like lots of training or lots of practice um, mm. where that you're just kind of in this simple space like where you're just like oh yeah i'm gonna try this and and it's kind of from this kind of beginner's place or that you know that there's no um expertise it's not very complicated to Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's really simple it can be Mm -hmm. instant you know yeah Um, yeah um and this is i get i get asked sometimes like oh i'm i'm trying and um nothing's happening like can you can you like talk about that like what like because like how do you not get discouraged when you're like trying multiple times and you're not having like some kind of what you're expecting as as contact or you know some kind of like you know seeing some kind of sighting of a ufo or (laughs) um yeah and i think it's i don't know like we each have our own journeys like and there's like whatever we go through is going to be appropriate in some way, you know, um, based on just who we are and what we need to learn Mm -hmm. in this life. And I think, yeah, sometimes it just takes time to to practice and develop and to work through things. And, um, and also like the ETs aren't like, it's not like they're just always available all the time either. (laughs) Like, um, (laughs) they have lives. (laughs) Um, and they can't just appear willy nilly you know, at all times because, uh, they, they have to like look after their own safety as well and our safety. Yes. And I do live very close to Washington, DC. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, DC is the capital of America and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of Americans like to feel like, Oh, we're the capital of the world. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of, you know, military things that happen. And also where I live is not far from several military bases. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I did have to um, think about that and take that into consideration. Um, You know, if I want them to appear, it has to be safe for them. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about that. Oh yeah. So, um, I mean, it's kind of to be expected if you're in the middle of a city, it it would be um, that or near military installations. uh, It's a lot to ask for, for like some kind of material manifestation to appear. It does happen, you know, under the right circumstances. And, and one reason we go out to the country to practice this is because, yeah, because you can have a little bit more interaction sometimes that way. And exactly. you can have a little bit of a clearer view of the sky. And there's something nice about being under the stars and stuff like that. That exactly. said, you can't have really deep and profound contact in your living room, you know, in the middle of a major city or in the dream state. So one thing that 
going into these meditative states allows us to do is to kind of um, go to different places in, in our minds, uh, with our mind's eye, with our vision, and we can connect to the ETs wherever they are. Um, and this can happen um, when we're sleeping as well, when we're dreaming. So one thing I like to recommend to people is to you know, like even just even do the protocols before bed or it, it doesn't have to be before bed, but like as you do the protocols, invite them to connect in the dream state. Um, and just having that connection, whether you, you're like, you feel like you can apply it to something in your everyday life or that you have proof that you can show somebody else, you having that experience kind of grounds that kind of Akashic template of like, or, you know, that, that, that experience for humans having it, like it makes it more possible for more people to experience the same thing. So the more we do this, the more possible it becomes. So like, even if you think that you're not having an effect or like maybe you just imagined that, that ET face that, that you saw or like, <laughs> or, you know, that message that you received, um, like it's really happening. I had oh, a dream yeah. a couple of weeks ago that I was like, I think having some doubts as to whether this podcast was at actually connecting with anybody in the way that I wanted it to, or that kind of thing. And I had this like deep message in a dream um, that was like, yes, people are listening. There are people who are going to do great things with this, you know, that are mm. listening to this. And that made me feel really good. And yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And it's funny that it's, it's really interesting that you bring up the fact that you do not have to, you know, go out into the beautiful country to see, to have any sort of effect because the very first time that I tried, which was to me felt the most potent, I was sitting here in my bedroom <laughs> and um, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> but uh, just touching back on the, um, it does have to be, you know, safe if you, if you want them to appear uh, because I was doing some research and I was a, I came across some CIA files that were released in the early 2000s um, about, I think it was called the Gateway Project or the Gateway Training. Mm. It was just basically some um, meditation experiments that they were doing over at, I could be wrong, but I think it's Fort George. And um, I think that's the name of it. But I, I live so close. I'm like 15 minutes away from Fort George. So it's, it, it, it I really did have to think about where am I <laughs> on earth, you know, <laughs> and what is around me. And I live uh, very close to one of the NASA headquarters and my neighborhood is filled with military people and NASA people. And so I, I didn't even think about that until maybe the second or third time that I tried. Um, so yeah, I do want to try, I want to take a trip out, you know, somewhere um maybe in virginia or somewhere where i can have i can see more of the skyline and mm -hmm. really connect with nature and help you know use nature to help me get into a beautiful place of consciousness so that i can i'm able to connect clearly so yeah yeah well, like that feeling of safety it's not just for for like the ets to feel safe as well it's for us as well um mm -hmm. so like like what you're saying, um, if you're in a place that you feel really good, it'll really help. It'll enhance it. If you're yeah. listening to the sounds of nature, if you're like, you know, in a place where it feels pure, the air is clean, like it, it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. um, and also being around people um, in a group 
that are on the same level as well really enhances it as well. Um, mm -hmm. And I know from experience, it can be a process to like find the right people to, to do this with, because uh, I know that, I mean, there's a benefit to doing it in a group. You can do it on your own, but like finding peers who can, who you can, you can connect with on this um, does help, but yeah, it can be challenging and you're like, and, and it can be also be like odd, especially if you're like from outside of the UFO community to like connect mm -hmm. with these, like who, like who's actually interested in this, you know, <laughs> like, um, yeah. <laughs> like who are you going to meet? Um, yeah, so like uh, being meeting strangers and uh, I mean, I don't like that word stranger, but like meeting people who you don't know already to do this work, it's kind of a good idea to vet them in some way or like, you know, just like meet up for coffee or something like that to, to mm -hmm. chat or, or over the phone or just kind of ask some questions to clarify that they're doing this for the same reasons or for the, you know, for the same reasons you are. Is something exactly. I recommend to people. Mm. Exactly. And that's really very important. Um, so I, I am one of those people who were outside of the UFO community and the conspiracy theories and all of that. So the minute I downloaded the CE5 app, I wanted to uh, see who else was in you know my vicinity who was also a CE5 member. And I was able to find people and, you know, I'm sending messages, you know, trying to connect and one one person, you know, was like, are you actively trying? Are you actively practicing CE5? And I was like, well, I was like, I just got into it. I feel like I want to um, get more of my meditation skill down, you know, and, and I felt like I was so genuine and so open hearted and put all that in the message. You know, I was like, I want to I want to practice meditation first before I try. And like, I got no response. <laughs> and that's sort of I kind of felt like. You know, in uh, online dating apps, I felt like I was like, swipe, is it left? <laughs> <laughs> I was swipe left. And, you know, it kind of got to me. But I was like, you know, it's okay um, because I don't know who that person was. And you can run into a lot of people who aren't grounded in who they are. And, um, you know, sometimes those people can be hard to deal with. So um, I didn't... Um, I just took that as a sign as, yeah, I'm going to continue my plan of trying to practice meditation before I try to contact people. And because uh, you, you never know who's out there. And the reality of it is, you know, we live on earth where the majority of the population aren't awakened or aren't in touch with the love and consciousness of the universe. And, um, so we have to, uh, take care of ourselves and be safe. And it is important to maybe have a little conversation with someone before you, mm -hmm. before you decide to bring them into your CE5 group. And that's also another thing that I've been having trouble with. I, I want to start a CE5 group. Uh, however, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure how to go about um, finding people. And I want to reach out to the people that I already know, which is even more difficult because I'm the only one that I know that has been watching <laughs> Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind and watching all the interviews with Dr. Greer. So it comes with um, a sense of me having to teach, I guess, or, um, I, you know, I don't want to preach to my friends. I want them to 
see the film and have their own opinion. And if they feel like they want to join, then I, you know, I want to, I want people around me who are called to it. I don't want to have to force anyone. And that's the biggest thing that I have loved about um, being a CE5 ambassador, because I've been able to meet people um, who are like-minded that can give me tips on how to start my own CE5 group. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so thankful for uh, Dr. Greer for starting the website and starting the whole CE5 community so that I can have people to talk to about it. Because once I, once I was able to talk to people who were on the same page as me, that helped me ground myself. Because at first I felt like some person who was just running around with all these thoughts and nobody believed me, nobody understood what I was saying. And I I felt like a crazy person just because of the people surrounding me. But once I got onto those calls, I was like, okay, now I can calm down. (laughs) These people are feeling the same thing that I'm feeling. We all want the same thing for the world. We all want peace and love. And I I, I really enjoyed that first call. It really calmed me down. (laughs) Yeah, it's important to find community where you can get it and also, yeah, yeah and not force it. Not You can't force community. It's something that, that people yeah. have to come to willingly. And yeah, so it is a, it's a great thing. I'm, I'm really glad that this, that, that this um, the CE5 ambassador program that uh, Dr. Greer started is allowing people to connect um, yeah. online and through these video calls and, and get questions answered and just feel like you're not alone. Um, because I mean, and there are Facebook groups out there that are allowing people to connect locally um, with people and and otherwise, but it's nice to have a little bit of a curated space and people who you know are gonna be dedicated enough to put a little bit of money. You know, it, it's not it's not um, too expensive, but it's like, yeah, just, just enough to make you um, committed to seeing this through and seeing how you yeah. can um, be a part of it. And, you know, take it seriously. Not, not, exactly. um, not, uh, um, just like, I don't know, think about it as, uh, something that's not real or something that you're kind of toying with. It's like, exactly. oh, no, this is something that I feel really strongly about. And that, um, and then, you know, once you kind of stay involved for a little while, you see the effect that it has. Like for me, besides having these experiences of like, oh, like confirmed ET contact, the biggest gift for me from being part of this initiative has been that, that uh, just the meditation practice, like, that's mm-hmm. like, I can ground myself with the earth and with the rest of the universe in a way that's not connected to any religion or connected to any, I mean, this is not a cult or anything like this is just really open. And it's like, it's just, it, it, you know, that universal consciousness is available to anybody. So just that oh, yeah. idea has been a huge gift to my life over the last oh, yeah. few years I've been involved. So yeah, stay with That's it. Beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah. And I've already met um, so many people who are completely different from me, but we're the same. <laughs> it's been amazing. Like I've met, like I have a friend who's like 73 and I look at him and I was like, yo, you're like me. It's just in an older person's body. Like, it was just amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, for me, it's like, I, I've been, it's like, it's weird. Cause I feel like before CE5, I was like, I did feel like there was like more separation between me and other people, mm. but like, um, 
after like I got into it, I was like, oh yeah, I'll organize a group and I'll like meet these people who are like from whatever background, like, you know, whatever profession, whatever culture, like, uh, like, cause I, I did this in Europe as well. And, um, like, um, yeah, it just, it just like removed the fear of like dealing with people wow. who like, it was like, oh no, like, yeah, we're, we're all, we can all, you know, we're all one consciousness. So that, that was like a beautiful wow. thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. really want to say thank you. And I appreciate your perspective and everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a great so, like, time. Yeah, we, we actually met on one of those uh, group calls. Um, so that's, that's how I got in touch with you. So I'm glad I, I was there for that call and got to hear. Some yeah. You know, and really quick, I want to share um, the story that I shared on that call um, about me practicing meditation and how I knew that it was time for me to go ahead and transition from just meditating every day to trying to make contact. Um, I had one particular morning where I wanted to send love to the entire world. I don't know why I had that thought. I don't know why that was in me, but that is something that I like to do. I like to send love to people. And so that morning I was like, okay, I'm going to send love to the world. And um, in my meditation, I was sort of floating ab above earth and I was like, all right, let's go. Let's send the love. And immediately, like I zoomed into some small country and uh, I started to see faces of people that I don't even know who they were, but they were obviously in need of love. Mm. And I, I remember the first face I saw, it was an older man with a cane and his face was uh, blurry, but I, I saw his entire outline and I could feel his depression. And I remember saying, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to send you love. And as soon as I said, I'm going to send you love, another face popped up. And I was like, I'm going to send you love. And then another face popped up. Send you love, send you love. And once that meditation was over, I was, I knew that this was real, that humans have more power than we think we have, and that we can all help each other. And we just need to get in touch with that because we can, we can help. I don't want to start preaching, but yes, we can help each other. And that's when I realized, all right, I'm, I'm ready for contact. <laughs> Give me chills. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's really how I knew that it was time. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, actually, um, I don't know if you have, any um i know like you have a lot of creative output and in your music and stuff if you have anything that you want to share um oh here. <laughs> like anything off the top of your head i'll just talk about one song in particular on my project that's about to come out um by the time it, you know if this part airs or whatever the project will already be out but um i have a song called yellow alert and uh it was inspired by star trek i love star trek uh, the next generation, just to be clear for all this Trekkies out there. And um, 
you know how in Star Trek, they'll be like red alert or whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay, yellow alert. And basically the song is about um, meeting an extraterrestrial and trying to encourage this extraterrestrial to teach, to, to be comfortable and help teach the human race um, the power of presence and living in the now. And uh, that song is called Yellow Alert. So go listen to it once it's out. <laughs> yeah, will that be on, on Spotify or? Um... Oh, yeah, it's going to be everywhere. Okay. Um, it's probably, I'll say it's everywhere now on all <laughs> digital platforms. <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the CE5 podcast. I'm Andre Cardoso, and this show is a labor of love for me as I work to help provide high-quality resources for people interested in being an integral part of the Global CE5 initiative. For more episodes and resources to help you along your own journey, check out the links in the show notes and head to ce5podcast.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace and love. <laughs>